welcome to Slightly Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about The Conjuring Movie. God. Um, Mm. Although, yes, this movie brings up topics of controversy. The 2013 movie, The Conjuring, is still one of the scariest movies I've sort of watched. I'll explain sort of. This movie has everything one needs to have a night full of Halloween or even everyday terror. Join us as we talk about this infamous movie and we'll share our thoughts about if this story is one of fact or fiction. What a fascinating, incredible, amazingly spooky topic for us to talk about um, (laughs) leading up to just a few, what is it, one day before Halloween? One day, y'all, one day. Wow. Wow. I think I'm terrified right now and we haven't even started talking about it. I don't even know. Emphasis on this episode. There's a lot of trigger warnings of suicide. There's child death, rape, um, demonic possession, the spiritual topic of exorcism and blood. So we will be talking about the movie and a little bit of the real story. So just if this episode is not for you, that's okay. But this one is like really extra lots of blood and stuff scary. So I just want to warn everybody before we get in it. I have never seen the Conjuring movie. Stop it, Sabrina. This is for you. <laughs> I've never seen it and I probably never will see it. So no. I'm glad we're doing this because I'll get the story of the movie and I'll get an understanding of what happens without having to watch it ever. I'm going to talk. So. In the future, I hope that we can get into episodes about Ed and Lorraine Warren, about Mm -hmm. the Annabelle doll. There's like so many different topics we could talk about in this episode, but I wanted to put controversy because bringing up those people, Ed and Lorraine, bringing up the story, bringing up the movie, it comes with a lot of back and forth. So that's why we're going to talk about at the end if we think this one's like for the books or not. Um it's a lot. The movie is very scary. It was a really good movie. It's got a really good rating of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It's Gage likes it. He thought it was really good. I was like crying. Gage like, is a movie critique, if I know one. I know. I was like, please stop. Let me watch it. And <laughs> I'll I'll share with you guys how I was during that whole movie. It was pretty pathetic. But I was trying to make it through. It was really hard. Um, I'm proud of you. You really did the research for this episode and you did uh, more than I would have done. First person narrative right in there. I'm watching the whole thing from start to finish. And there's a little bit of the real story in here. But I will say that the oldest daughter, Andrea, has a series of books. If anybody's really wanting to dive into the story, it's called Mm. House of Light and House of Dark. The book series, it's a trilogy. There's three books in it. She's very open about the experience, um, but also talks about the horror of it all. But the books aren't about horror. They're about like some kind of witchy romantic presence in there. So romantic. Wow. And she's got a lot of interviews. So if anyone's really fascinated about the story, definitely dive into it. I'll be talking a little bit about the witch and the deaths in the house. And then later on in the future, we could maybe talk about the other elements of the 
story. Savannah, I like am dreading this a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm you really scared. You know, there's two more. There's two more of these movies. Um, I knew the, there was. It was like a series. Yes. But they're different stories. The Conjuring 2, I think it's about some little girl or something, according to the cover of it. And then the Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. I think that was one of the newest ones. And I remember watching I that in the theater and I was like, what? But this I just one. I don't like it. This one's the best one. Okay. This one is the best one. And Annabelle's got some of her own stuff and yes i knew that we could do the nun in the future they oh no oh Oh, my gosh they're all up in that stuff so we're gonna be talking about them too my mom like on her side of the family i think she has a couple of nuns um so i really don't want to watch the nun because i don't want to be scared of nuns you know (laughs) my grandmother was a nun that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously things were broken had I get here, but she, <laughs> she wasn't a nun. Maybe she became a nun after. I don't, mm, I don't think so. It could, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but well, all so, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared about this episode. I'm scared. I may be a little weenie. That's probably the biggest trigger warning is the whole time I'm going to be like, wait, I'm like, oh, I cannot believe I watched this. And I didn't because Gage watched it for me as I was sitting there and I was like peeking up from the blanket being like, what's happening? What's happening? And like a door would open. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. So <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So you haven't seen any of these? I haven't seen any of these. Zach and I the first time we hung out, we watched a scary movie together and he told me what it was the other night, but I've already forgot what it was because I didn't even watch it. <laughs> um, he screamed twice like a like a child. I remember oh, that. God. Yeah, he did. It had this like creature demon sitting on the top of a wardrobe. Um, insidious. Dude, I think it was sure? insidious. I was going to say, are you sure? Because there's a scene in this one about that. I wasn't watching, so even if this was the movie we watched, I didn't watch it. (laughs) We're going to get halfway through and you're going to be like, I remember that. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's set the scene. Mm -mm. Okay. (laughs) Immediate now. Um, The movie starts, it's the 1970s. Okay. Okay. Hippies. And there's a, there's a small apartment and there's two roommates. You're joking. <laughs> I live in an apartment, Savannah. Don't do this to me. I'm sorry, but you have Zach. It'll be different. So okay. Ed and Lorraine Warren are very popular, known demonologists. Okay. Ghostbusters, one might say. <laughs> kind of, yeah. They um I think Ed is was rest in peace. He was recognized by the church, not as a priest, but somebody who was recognized to like know things and be a part mm-hmm. of things through the Catholic Church. Um, but they're interviewing these two girls because they said that there's been some disturbances in their house in okay. their apartment. Okay. Got it. So they found this doll. Nope. Which I include a photo. Where did they find it? <laughs> um, in the 
apartment, I believe. And so what they're saying is that there's been a spirit of a little girl in the apartment and she's been trying to make contact, trying to move about freely. And so these roommates invite the spirit to move into the doll. So that's like uh, (laughs) a mistake number one. Right there. And probably the biggest mistake you could ever make. I never trust a spirit Mm -mm. even if it tells you oh i'm a sad little girl do not trust it because spirits are like humans in the sense that they can lie to you yes and what's even worse is you can't see them so you don't know if they look like a little girl even no but this thing had them convinced that it was a little girl that was just trying to kind of move about in the apartment and so they invited it to move into this doll to maneuver Mm -mm. it and ed says to these roommates well that was a big mistake you shouldn't have even acknowledged it for one and two spirits don't ask to move into things but demons do (gasps) no (laughs) oh my god this is gonna be such a bad episode i'm already like freaking out okay so Mm-mm. the roommates are saying that they started noticing that the doll was kind of moving around the apartment without them moving it. They would like leave it in one space and they'd come home from, I think they're nursing students. They would come home and they would notice that the dolls would move. And hate that in one of the scenes, there's um a note and it says, miss me question mark. And it's mm. written in red crayon. And they found a red crayon in this doll's hand. No, they didn't. Yes, they sure did. No. <laughs> so the doll leaves them now. They kind of move it into like the hallway closet and then they leave, come back. And this thing has drawn all over the walls, all over the hallway. Wrote him another note. says, miss me. It's everywhere. And somehow this doll, which they call Annabelle, has wrecked their apartment. The living room is trashed. Couches tore up, lamps in the floor. It's a bad scene. So uh-huh. they, they take the doll and they throw it in the dumpster outside. <gasps> oh no, that's not going to get rid of it. No, sure isn't. So you got to call a priest. Yeah, they the girls come back into the apartment and they lock the door and they're banging. <gasps> there is banging at their door. So they get up. They're looking around can't mm-hmm. find anything they turn around mm-hmm. and guess who's back no yep the doll's back how how though how did it get in the apartment again if they locked the door that's a good question how did they how i did don't they? know the demon i it. i don't love that in any way shape or form ever mm-hmm. I s- okay scroll a little bit more down there's another picture of her I don't want to see it, Savannah. I'm sorry. Is it really scary? <laughs> the doll's creepy for sure. Why it, did the actual what? doll, which maybe it's a Raggedy Ann? It's a Raggedy Ann. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. But for the sake of the movie and the elements, this doll is very creepy. I know what the Annabelle doll looks like from the movies because I've seen posters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that the Raggedy Ann doll is creepier. You think so? Yes, because it looks so innocent. Gosh, I think that the doll, the movie doll looks extra creepy because... (laughs) Uh, 
I'm sorry. Okay, I look. Oh, oh, I saw it. Good for me. I saw it. <laughs> okay, moving so, on. And then Lorraine just kind of, you know, they figure it out. They t- they get the doll from them. Basically, they get the doll. I think somebody the apartment's got to get blessed, but they take this doll and they took it off the girl's hands. Yes, they did. They took it off okay. the girl's hands. The Warrens in their home, they live like northeast like in that area um like northeast okay okay area okay gotcha um they have a room in their home that they have collected all of these demonic items with it's like zach baggins it is like i I mentioned him in this episode he's coming up so they have this demon room that sounds that so dangerous it is that they've collected they say a priest comes to the home and it blesses the room like once a month and these things are locked and annabelle is locked in this glass case and it says please do not touch and they put her in there because she's that bad yeah okay got it but they have a lot of items in here which is one of the other movies that we'll talk about in the future that goes more into depth about the items but they've got like a, a wedding dress in there like a samurai suit like wow. oddities but they're in there okay. and they're and they have this door like seven locks on it like it's crazy yeah. and no it's, one's getting it's, in it's a big room but Ed and lorraine apparently been doing this for a while in the movie they talk about um lorraine being a clairvoyant she kind of picks up on things senses things can see things and it is her loving husband and trusty sidekick, okay? Can we clarify what clairvo- clairvoyant means? Because I actually don't know what that means. Like, somebody that can see things or has, like, a A person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond or, like, a sensory contact. So, like, you touch something, you can kind of see stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like that's that. a raven. Yeah. She's that's a raven. That is her. That is <laughs> Lorraine in the okay. movie. We could talk about them more in the future. But now we're going to flash. Sorry. we're It's 1971 and we're in Rhode okay. Island. And yes. Ed and Lorraine are saying this is the one of the most haunted cases they've ever had. Is the Annabelle doll is or a different thing? This 1971 Rhode Island thing. They're just kind of. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Scene. Gotcha. This story they're about to tell is the worst one they've ever had. Wow. The parent family. They're moving into this house. This is like the scene. We get introduced to them. They're rowdy. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Like five girls them. having the most fun. They're moving into this house. There's like sheets everywhere. It's a mm-hmm. big house. And they're just moving boxes. The moving company is there. They're just like trying to get moved in. Okay. Okay. And the girls are like playing around the house, rough housing. Um, one of them like tries to hide into a closet and they accidentally like one of them pushes the other one and all of a sudden like there's a bigger hole in the wall and dad finds out there's been a cellar that's been boarded up oh how special for them (laughs) (laughs) yep how special we're gonna we'll find out more about that cellar later but i bet we will (laughs) but it'll become very important (laughs) (laughs) so they're roughhousing and getting crazy. They find the cellar. Dad's like, oh, that's cool. They like go down there. There's like stuff that's kind of over in sheets, old things. There's a piano down there. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. There's just like 
random stuff and the dad's like great now these people the old owners left this crap for us to clean up classic dad thing to say Mm -hmm. that's the family that's what happened and i have included another photo because the youngest finds this wind up toy that looks like a circus tent okay i see that he finds it outside this is what lorraine is holding it's important later but she just finds it she's like winding it up it plays a tune it's an eerie tune but it's weird no i just don't (laughs) vibe with that and they have this family dog that's refusing Mm -hmm. to come inside it is barking it is freaking out they're like what's wrong sadie like come inside dog won't come inside so like dad just like chings her up outside in the front yard all your dogs are so intuitive just listen to them you know if they don't want to go inside don't go inside it's like horses you know very intuitive animals yes they they know what's up so dog doesn't want to come in they're like that's so weird sadie like (laughs) This is so unlike you, Sadie. We'll just ignore it. (laughs) We'll just ignore it. Um, and then everyone goes to bed. Um, and mom kind of wakes up and she's got some bruising. It's weird. She hasn't really bruised like that before. And the kids wake up and they say the house is cold and it smells really bad, like something rancid, like something's just died. Smells awful. And mm-hmm. all of the clocks are stuck at 3.07. And if that isn't enough signs. Yes, that's a big <laughs> indicator, right? Because what do we know about the number three? Oh, devil's number. But mm-hmm. here's what I'm saying. Not only is your all your clock, every single one is stuck at 3.07. Yes. But also it's cold and it smells bad. And mom has mysterious bruising and your dog refuses to come inside. All of those things should be indicators of, Let's see if we can go ahead and pull out of this house that we've already moved into. <laughs> um, well, the cellar closet door is open. Classic. Yeah. And we oh. go outside and the littlest is screaming and we find that Sadie has died. The dog. <gasps> it's so awful. Rest in peace, Sadie. She was just trying to do everybody solid. For sure. Well, now the story is shifted back to the Warrens. Um, we know that they live a little bit north of this home. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's an interviewer at their home. And they're going through this room full of the haunted stuff. Like, guys just kind of walking through and they're like, oh, yeah, this place is awful. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in here. And the Warrens are like, what are you calling us, kooks? And he was like, yes. <laughs> He was like, well, yeah, well, not really, but like, here's all this haunted stuff. They kind of focus on the Annabelle doll, and then Ed's like, something bad happened to Lorraine in the last exorcism, and you're like, oh my god, what happened? We don't know yet. Something bad happened to her. And so, like, they're kind of taking a little bit of a break from helping so many people, but Mm -hmm. like, Lorraine's just going through it. Oh, Um, wow. Now we're jumping back to the family. It's okay. extra scary. I'm so scared. I'm scared. I don't even like talking about it. So we focus back on the family. Everybody's asleep. And the clock stop again at 3.07. Okay. The girls no. are all in bed. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls is asleep. She shares a room with the other sister. And mm-hmm. she feels something grab her foot. Nope. That is quite literally my biggest fear. 
I know. This is why everybody should wear their blankets with their feet tucked in. You tuck. I lift up my feet and tuck the blankets under. That way nothing can get you. That's a rule. Pirates can't get you that way. No, pirates can't get you that way. And so she feels something grab her foot. And so she complains that there's a really bad smell. And she blames her sister for a fart. She's like, why are you farting? Why are you grabbing my foot? Weird. Um, dad's is da- Dad is downstairs and he's like asleep at the desk. He fell asleep. He's drinking a little bit of whiskey. Awesome, and, dad. Um, he starts slowly seeing that that hallway door that leads to the cellar's opening. I just... <laughs> how do you... How's all this happen and you're like, it's probably nothing. I'll just well, stay here. I will say that, like, this movie makes it feel like it's all happening right away. But um, according to Andrea in her books, like, this happened over 10 years. <gasps> they were they lived there for 10 years. But this this movie makes you feel like, oh, my God. Like, why didn't it's they like, move out tomorrow? Like, this is right. crazy. So it, it was a trickle. It was, like, it's a little a bit here, a little bit there. Yes. But the okay. movie's like, here's everything bad that happened in a month. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. So um, a girl comes downstairs, one of the sisters, and she's like, um, younger sister, one of the youngest sisters, she's banging her head on the dresser door. Weird. She's like just Mm -hmm. banging her head, not hard, but just like thumping her head like this, like just nodding her head and hitting (sighs) this (laughs) and hitting this dresser that looks creepy as fuck like it's black and it's old looking and weird but they kept it in there girls have their clothes in it now and she's just banging her head on it um family says that she's sleepwalking and they just put her to bed Mm -mm. end of end of story that's what happens um and the next morning oh my god i'm freaking out okay so the mom this is the next morning. Mom's getting out of the shower. She's got another big bruise on her back. Bad stuff. She's getting bruised. Um, Dad's leaving for work. He's a dr- truck driver, so he's gone for a while. Um, And then a bird, like, rams into the window and dies in the house. <laughs> like, Okay, well, that kind of happens a lot randomly. I know, but it's just weird that it's happening right now. Um, yeah. So the older four girls, they go to school. And the youngest girl, I, I'm thinking in the movie, she's got to be like five or six. Um, She's in a room and she's talking to somebody. They're not there. There's nobody there. Um, And mom's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, it's a boy. His name's Rory. Huh. And you can see Rory if you take that circus tent toy and you wind it. And if you put it behind you like this and look in the peripheral you'll see him in the behind you in the mirror of the toy did she tell her mom this yes okay yeah she's like you can see him if you want so mom does it and i think hate that (laughs) mom mom tries it out she doesn't see anything and she's like oh darn i guess rory doesn't want to come out right now rory's always sad um So the family plays this game throughout the show, which is, or the movie, which is how, like, the one girl, like, lands into the wall and, Mm -hmm. like, breaks up the cellar door barrier. 
Um, okay. it's, it's called hide and clap, which I never played this shit because it's weird. But basically, you're blindfolded. You get spun around a lot. Everybody hides. And then you have to try to find them. Um, you get three claps. So you like count. It's like you clap and then they clap. Um, it says first clap and then they clap wherever they're at. They clap twice. And then the you kind of walk around blindfolded, try to feel for people. And then you're like second clap and then like clap again. <laughs> And then, you know, third clap, hopefully you've found them at that point. So they start playing this game and mom's gets spun around. She's looking for the kid and she goes, first clap. And you hear. Uh-huh. And she starts walking towards that dresser upstairs mm. and it's Mm-mm. creepy. And mm-hmm. that's where she thinks that her daughter is. And so she asks for second clap and you hear it. She's absolutely for certain that it's coming from the dresser. So she gets so freaked out. So she opens up the dresser. She's rifling through. You don't see anything. Is she still um, blindfolded? She's still blindfolded. So then she oh asks for the third clap. And these pair of demon hands come out of the dresser and clap right there. The daughter oh. comes out and she's like, oh, I was in I was in sister's room. I was in sister's room. You weren't even close to getting me. And the mom takes off her blindfold. She's staring at the dresser like what the I literally hell heard it. yeah yes oh in my gosh face that's so demon hands just come scary. out pop, pop, like that real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't like it <laughs> um well dad comes home and he's like i've got this new assignment i'm gonna have to drive to florida i'd be like sorry we're all going to florida <laughs> we're all going at this point um so girl you know dad's gone and the girl that was getting her feet grabbed so it's the same girl we're in her room it's at night they're asleep she gets her blankets just ripped off of her real fast it's like the bell witch Mm -hmm. (laughs) but this one's not as funny Uh, it's fun not as fun so she's like i'm freezing like sister what the hell are you doing i'm trying to sleep and so she's just trying to get her blankets back and all of a sudden you see her legs get grabbed and she is getting drugged down the bed. Mm-mm. So it like this thing lets her go. She's freaking out. She's like screaming. Almost. She's like, just like, what the hell is happening? Um, yeah. and her sister's still asleep in the next bed. What? No one's around her. No one's around her. Oh my God. So freak out. Okay. So the girl. Her name's Christine. She's like looking under her bed. There's nothing. And then the door to their bedroom begins opening slowly. Mm-mm. And the girl is staring behind the door and she says, I see somebody. An outline of somebody. And she's asking her sister. She's like, Nancy, get up. Nancy, get up. And Nancy's like, what? Are, what? It's like, you know, so early in the morning at 3 a.m. And her sister's like, do you see what I see? And she's like, I don't see anything. But in the corner, this girl swears she sees somebody standing behind the door. And then, but Nancy, she doesn't see anything, but she smells that horrible, rancid smell. This is terrifying me. (laughs) Do you want me to stop? No, just keep going. Okay. So the door slams shut. Christine is sobbing. She's like, there's a thing. It's there. It's there. And um, parents, you know come in i guess dad's made his way back from florida comes in and christine is inconsolable she's sobbing and she's like it spoke to me 
it spoke to me and it said it wants my whole family dead. She's like freaking out. And Nancy's like still smelling the thing. But she oh said she did. Oh my gosh. Yep. Mm-mm. Is this picture I'm about to look at scary or no? It's just her screaming. Okay. That's Joey oh, King. Joey King's doing the work. She's doing it. <laughs> Joey King's just earning her paycheck. She's sobbing. She's freaking mm-hmm. out. Doing her job. Mm-hmm. And like we're all freaking out for her. Anyway. So we like get onto a different scene and Lorraine and Ed are like licking into another home just as a favor for somebody. Mm-hmm. House isn't haunted. It's just the pipes rubbing up against each other. And it was like classic. Just why are you even asking for the Warrens to come over here? It's just pipes. Mm-hmm. So they're getting sent like easy jobs because Lorraine is still struggling mentally with whatever the hell happened at that exorcism. So she's just freaking out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Scene goes back. Mom has even more bruising on her arms. I hate that. Oh my God. I hate this part. Okay. Mm-mm. So the mom, she hears kids giggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she checks on the girls. This is late at night. They're all asleep. But she walks out of the bedroom and she sees all of the family's portraits flying off of the staircase. Like something is just running down the stairs and knocking this shit over, but nothing's there. It's wild. And mom hears clapping. Like the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Mm -hmm. door to the cellar opens. Nope. Nope. And she hears that piano from the cellar playing three keys that she played earlier when the family was exploring this the cellar he all the words that are coming out of your mouth <laughs> and the mom says i'm gonna lock whoever's down there now in the cellar Did door she think s- it's one of her kids no okay so, so she knows because she up. knows all the girls are upstairs asleep yeah so the cellar door slams behind mom and she falls down the cellar stairs and it's dark and the light bulb bursts mom can't escape and something in the dark says want to play hide and clap ah! <laughs> so no. mom, and so mom's trying to light matches and one after another keeps going out and finally she lights one more and those demon hands come out and they clap right in her ear Mm-mm. and Did that's an have- iconic scene oh. which i have a picture <laughs> thanks for that so upstairs one of the the one kid starts banging her head on the dresser again and sister puts her to bed and she turns around and sees that the dresser is banging on its own without her sister being there and all of a sudden you see this thing that is sitting on top of that dresser swoop down and jump on top of that sister that had turned around and um it attacks her Mm -hmm. and the dad comes home and everything stops. Oh, the demon doesn't like the dad. It's scared Maybe of not. It. It's weird. So Ed and Lorraine, we're back on them. Um, they're at this university and they're doing a lecture on exorcism. And the mom of this family is there. That's how mm-hmm. they kind of get connected in the movie. Gotcha. And the mom kind of stops them out in the parking lot and she's like, please, please come look at my house. Like there's something wrong. Like, please come to our house. Like I'm begging you. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Lorraine's like, when her, Ned's like, Lorraine, remember the last time? And she's like, we'll be fine, Ed. It's Lorraine, fine. Lorraine, the last time. <laughs> so they come to the house. 
it sounds like Lorraine remember the Alamo (laughs) (laughs) basically um so they're they're there um they come to the house they use an old-timey map before maps was even a thing they had a like a pull-out paper map and Lorraine's like it's this way um quested it nice <laughs> <laughs> wait this is before the internet Never mind. Yeah, before the internet so loretta and Anne, they're there and all the girls have their mattresses downstairs they're they're sleeping downstairs everybody's in the cellar downstairs. in the living room oh okay and all the doors are locked with rope and the dad says you know sorry about that there's just all this knocking that's happening at night keeping us all awake and Ed's like, what do you mean knocking? And he's like, yeah, it's it like comes it's all in- the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> the dad says the knocking comes in threes. And Lorraine like goes, it. well, that's an insult to the Holy Trinity. That's why there's uh-huh. not threes. Um, and then the parents are like, oh my God. And then there's this horrible smell of rotten meat. And Ed goes, smell and knocking. He's like, this isn't a spiritual thing. This is a demonic possession of the home. Ed knew right away. Yeah, Ed was like, Ed was on it. And so Lorraine's kind of walking around the house, looking at the photos, and um, she ends up going to the cellar because she's ballsy like that. She's just like, might as well just get to the root of the issue. And she gets down there and she's like, oh my God, Ed, something awful happened here. She's like, just got this really bad, like, vision Mm -hmm. feeling that just something horrible has happened in this house. So Ed is upstairs and Lorraine kind of joins and um and he starts interviewing the parents he's like what's mm-hmm. been going on and Lori, Lori lorraine asked to see that circus toy that the youngest was talking about because the youngest mm-hmm. is like you want to see rory and she's like i mean sure why not so she's like winding up that circus toy and you know it's got the mirror and she's doing exactly what that little kid told her to do and she sees rory is is rory creepy Rory is like this seven or eight year old that's like pilgrimy gray and yeah she so sees spooky. him um and she Lorraine heads outside she's like oh my god there's just so much shit happening in here and she sees somebody hanging in the tree Mm-mm. in the front yard Mm-mm. and so no. Lorraine's freaking out obviously that thing disappears in the tree and she's like oh my god Ed, it's bad and so Lorraine and Ed tell the family like they need an exorcism of the home and the family's like sweet do that we're gonna pack up we're gonna go and Literally. Lorraine's like it's too late it's is it it's we too could late leave? <laughs> it's too late this thing Lorraine says that she has seen a dark entity just like attached to the family like no he's talking to the family she sees something's latched on to the parents like something's latched on to the kids and it's kind of like passing back and forth and they say if they leave this thing's just gonna follow them and it's just attached to them like a leech that's so scary yep um so the warrens head back home (laughs) and ed tells lorraine that the mom's voice he's listening back on the recording and he's like it didn't record i can't hear the mom so they were recording the conversation Mm -hmm. and the they couldn't hear the mom's voice no um and they're they're listening to this and they're kind of talking about like oh my god that's weird also like we've got a friend that's looking into the history of the house Mm -hmm. um so ed is telling lorraine like the original farm owners they were related to a witch in the salem witch trials 
Mm. uh, witchy relative um, gave birth to a baby in that house and it's seven days old the husband found her sacrificing the baby in a fire and then the woman climbed up the tree and hung herself and the time of death was 307 what Mm. okay but like where does this little boy rory come into play then we'll talk about rory okay sorry i've got a little history lesson for us um we're gonna talk about that witch yay so who was real history or this this is real history history. this is real history cool 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 um so who is Bathsheba sherman Mm mm-hmm so this is the most haunting spirit in the movie is suspected to be this Bathsheba woman. So Bathsheba, Bathsheba Thire, Rhode Island, 1812. She married Judson Sherman, one year older than her, also from Rhode Island um, in Connecticut. They got married in Connecticut in 1844. Um, they were married by a local justice of the peace. Bathsheba filled the role of housewife while her husband Judson worked as a farmer on their land, um, fairly well off, Bathsheba and Judson had a son named Herbert, who was born when Bathsheba was 37 years old, which is pretty rare, um, back in 1849. And it's possible so, that, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, cause it's just like, didn't the Salem witch trials happen during the 1600s? So, but yes. this is the 1800s. Yes. That's so interesting. Yeah. So this is well after the Salem witch trials. They said witchy relative, like a mm. witchy relative from the Salem witch trials. Okay. I, I thought it was a witch from the witch trials. Okay. No, you're okay. You're okay. So they're thinking that this like Bathsheba woman's related to some witch from the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So the couple probably had like three other kids, but none of them survived past the age of seven. Um, there's no census record that can be found and it's most likely they took in a border like extra person on the property to help them out so there's more people living there all the children had passed mm-hmm. um and so we kind of it was like Bashiba which like this was the original like owner her and her husband these kids like where this house come from so there's no evidence to support that Bashiba was actually a witch okay even Got though it. in the movie they're like definitely a witch but in real life maybe not a witch um having lived in neighboring farm in the 1800s the suspicion grew when an infant mysteriously died in her care um. when the baby was examined it was determined that a mortal wound was caused by a large sewing needle that impaled the base of the child's skull and the townspeople believe that Bathsheba sacrificed the infant as an offering to the devil, but due to an insufficient evidence in court, she was found innocent um, of any wrongdoing. And despite her name being cleared, like everyone thought that she was a witch. Okay. So what I'm hearing is it could just be town gossip. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the Salem witch trials were. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they just put this in this movie. Yeah. said yep she was definitely a witch and she definitely sacrificed her baby to the devil yep that's very sad for Bathsheba if Bathsheba. she Bathsheba if she did not do that yeah. I feel bad for her so I just wanted to give a history lesson and also like in the book House of Darkness House of Light which is the book mm-hmm. series I talked about from Andrea which is the oldest daughter 
Also, there's a creepy photo coming up. So heads up. I just saw um, it. I saw it. She describes her mother talking to a man who she refers to as Mr. McKetchern, who's supposedly a local historian and um, told the mom, Carolyn, that Bathsheba was treated really badly. She was starved and beat um, by the Sherman farm staff. Sad. Okay, so, so who's Andrea Pirin again? She's the oldest daughter of this family Got that's it. being haunted. Heard understood and she's also like a philosopher now Mm. and she's got this book series and we can talk about her when we talk about the warrens too because she's got a different perspective of how everything went down very Um, interesting so yes so the conjuring is told from the warrens point of view it's kind of told like here's the warrens and this is their involvement with this family and this family the parent family is just going through a shit ton. Like, so it's kind of both of them, but throughout the consistency of the Conjuring series, the Warrens are always in those movies. I guess my question, I, I guess I didn't phrase it right. Um, who did they talk to whenever they were making and writing the movie? Like, who did they confer with? Did they confer with the Warrens or did they confer with the Piran family? I think they conferred with this book series and with the Warrens and a little bit of the family. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I see a photo of, like, the family and um, the cast, like, kind of together. So I think they were all with it. But obviously, like, this movie was like dramatized mm-hmm, right okay no. cool i just yes. needed to clarify that for my own sanity <laughs> okay it's a really creepy creepy situation but that was Bathsheba, and she'll come up later but just wanted to give a clarification that in the movie they talk about this witchy woman and that witchy woman may not even have been a witch but mm-hmm. we're for the sake of the movie we're gonna pretend she is um so going back to the movie so they talk about this woman um and then they also say that another owner of the home a son went missing and the mom killed herself in the cellar okay and then in a neighboring land another person committed suicide okay so lots of death around this home yes that's what they say in the movie sorry we got to jump back into actual history so they in the movie they're like all these people died oh my god but how many people actually died on the property so this is actual history so eight generations of one extended family lived and died in that house prior to that family moving in so prior to the parents moving in to this house there was eight generations of death and birth like in this house mm-hmm. and she says some of them never left very spooky yeah so the black book of burville which is the town's formal public records book reveals that over the course of its existence the property had hosted two suicides by hanging mm-hmm. one suicide by poison <gasps> and then sorry just more trigger warnings but the rape and murder of 11 year old prudence arnold by a farmhand two drownings and the passing of four men who froze to death in addition to more tragic losses so this This property has a lot of death yeah a lot of tragic death too not just like they passed in their sleep no it's pretty rough and in the book um andrea perrin she talks about the members of the arnold family 
who died, where she states most of the recorded deaths which occurred on the farm were in that family. Mrs. John Arnold, Hermione, Johnny and Prudence, even Bathsheba wasn't Arnold because she mm-hmm. was. She got married. However, with uh, record with regard to the rape and murder of 11-year-old Prudence S. Arnold and her official death record indicates she died in the town of Uxbridge, Massachusetts, not Burville, Rhode Island, revealing that her place of death was probably not the farm. But also, like, her throat had just more details of it. But she had a horrific death. um, Mm -hmm. And some initials were carved into her. And um, Andrea talks about in the book what that could have been. Um, So if anybody's really interested in the history of it, that 11-year-old may not have passed there. So I just wanted to get the record straight. If she's added into the count, she Mm -hmm. may not have died there. Okay. And that's just the only fact I could come up with. But if any of our listeners has more information about that, feel free to dive in. But for the sake of this movie and history, we will not be going into that girl. Um, so now, now we know, actually, there's been lots of death. But in the movie, they kind of talk about a couple, but not mm-hmm. all that number. So now we're going back to the movie. Okay. Okay. I'm Got sorry. It. A lot of history. No, don't apologize. This is good information. So the record player um, keeps playing the one that they recorded the parents on. So Mm -hmm. they're still listening to it. They couldn't hear mom. Um, But now instead of the mom's voice, the Warrens are up really late and the clock stops at 3.07. And they hear screaming and moaning coming from this record player. No way. So they have all the proof they need. They're going back to that house. Something bad is going on in that house. So they go back to the mm-hmm. house um, and they have a team. They have like a student there and he's setting up like equipment. He's got cameras in every room. Every doorknob has got bells on it. They're mm-hmm. about to catch something. And also there's a cop there. For funsies. For funsies. I think it was more like a, hey, you don't believe we're going to tell you. And also, like, I don't know if the Warrens in the movie are supposed to be, like, above the law. Because they're like, oh, we got the cops involved. So, like, basically, we can do whatever we want. So, they're kind of just doing doing that. So, that's neat. Um, And the cellar door opens while they're there. The bells jingle. The team goes downstairs. And keeps the lights off, but the camera equipment. And so Gage in this part while we were watching it, he's like, it's kind of like a Zach Baggins because he's like throwing holy water everywhere. And he's like, communicate with us, move something. He's like trying to <laughs> oh, no. agitate the shit out of whatever. Um, and he's just sprinkling stuff and he's like, show yourself. Like basically like just screaming. My and I was goodness. like, oh, that's neat. We had a Zach Baggins before a Zach Baggins. Um, and so Lorraine like hunches over and she's like, my hands are cold. I feel something. It feels bad. So the team goes upstairs and the cellar door slams shut. Mm-hmm. And dad takes out the kids for ice cream. Because they're dad. like, I need a break. Dad's like, we all need a break. Let's just go out for ice cream. Take the, the mom too, though. You know, mom says, I think I'm going to stay behind and take a nap. Why wouldn't you want to take in a nap in a home that has a demon in it? Exactly. Exactly. So um, they're in, I think the intern is still there. And like Ed's like, I'm going to go help fix up the car. And Lorraine's like, I'll do the laundry. 
Well, that's everybody's helping out, I guess. Yep, everyone's helping out. And Lorraine's taking laundry off of a clothesline, and the wind's blowing something fierce. Like the wind is just picking up and it's a brewing. And she accidentally like loses a sheet in the wind, and the sheet gets caught on something that is in the shape of a person. i know and the sheet blows up to the mom's bedroom window and you see Mm. something in the window and it's not at all walking towards the mom who's asleep and this part's really graphic um may i ask can lorraine see this happening yes okay okay she sees it so she starts bolting to the front door trying to get back in the house Uh uh-huh he's sprinting so this part's really gross. So if you want to skip a minute, skip a minute because it's nasty. Yeah. So the mom's arm starts like searing, like with mm-hmm. a handprint. And the mom sits up in the bed and this demon is right in front of her that looks like a woman and it's hovering over her and it throws up in her mouth blood. Screaming. This mom is screaming. Obviously, Lorraine is trying to book it back up in this house. She's like, Carolyn, 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 and like just screaming for her. And the mom like runs into the bathroom. And when Lorraine's finally like, open up, Carolyn, open up. Like, I'm trying to help you. Carolyn opens the door. She's acting really weird. She's like, I'm fine. Oh, she's possessed. She's like, I just had to go to the bathroom. Mm-mm, she's possessed. So dad comes back after getting the girl's ice cream. Ed's still out there fixing the car. And like they're having a little bro bonding moment. They don't know about mom yet, but they're talking to Ed. And Ed's like, man, this is really tough on Lorraine. Like in our past exorcism. So we finally figure out what happens to Lorraine. In the past exorcism experience, Lorraine saw something. And they captured this on video. And she's staring into this person's eyes that's supposedly possessed staring in and she starts screaming and this is on video this is like a flashback of ed's he's like it was terrible she didn't come out of her room for eight days afterwards didn't eat didn't do anything oh for gosh. eight days like wow so he's like very concerned about his wife mm-hmm, as he should be yeah um oh my god okay so we're back in the house and the cop just hanging out in the house too he's in the kitchen and he sees the chair outside rocking um and something whispers look what you made me do this isn't taylor's version though this is no the cops like look what or the ghost says look what you made me do and he sees a ghost with its wrist slits and screams back look what you made me do and this woman is dressed as a maid (gasps) oh my god there's only two more pages we're almost there (laughs) so the girl that does the head banging on the dresser she starts sleepwalking again up to the room and she's talking about Rory mm-hmm. and the camera picks this up and she hears like, follow me where I hide. And um, the girl's like walking up the stairs and the mm-hmm. camera's capturing something back to back to back. This camera that's capturing it is like thermo mm-hmm. triggered. They can mm-hmm. sense like drops in the temperature around it. So that's what triggers gotcha. it to take a photo and they go up to that room where the dresser is and they can't find the girl mm-hmm. she done gone you can mm-hmm. see dad's breath in the room oh so grab, it's cold cold 
it's cold and they grab UV lights and they're trying to find this kid. They're trying to find the kid's footprints and it leads to the dresser and they find a hidden hole in the dresser. Where does it lead? This is the point where I find out that that's Renesmee from Twilight. Um, But the girl's in this hole behind the dresser and so they get the girl out. She's she's just back there asleep. They get her Where out. Where is the hole lead to? Just like the wall? The inside of the wall. Okay, gotcha. Um, so Lorraine jumps into the closet hole. Because why wouldn't you? And she finds like toys in there. And the littlest girl is like, this is where Rory is when he's scared. Yeah. that. <laughs> um so this is the part okay. where it starts like escalating more so oh, it's not escalating it's right not now escalating <laughs> more um so lorraine finds a noose in the hole and lorraine falls down floors like multiple floors mm. and falls all the way to the cellar i knew it was going to be the cellar yeah and lorraine has this music tent box and she winds it up and she sees a woman crying behind her and she's holding Rory's dead body. And the woman says, she made me do it. <gasps> and Lorraine turns and sees a woman hanging by a noose, but she only sees the feet. And it's facing away from her. She's like on the ground, like, oh my God, I just fell like three flights. Mm-hmm. And the you can hear the rope twisting. And the body starts turning around Mm-mm. and it makes its way toward her and the thing grabs her by the noose and Lorraine makes it out. Wait, She's... does Lorraine have a noose around her neck? Yes. This thing's trying oh, to okay. get her okay. too. Like, oh my God. And like Lorraine's trying, Ed's trying to get her out. He's like, my wife. And Lorraine's like, and he's like, she's trying to get out of this as fast as she can and she finally gets out and she's like the thing convinces the mother to kill the children and ed had set up some crosses around the house and they start falling over and oh my god one of the girls so like they're all standing there freaking out we're we're just happy lorraine's okay all the kids are like freaking out and all of a sudden like static you can see one of the girls hair start standing up super tall and then it bunches up and then she gets flown. She gets thrown across the room, dragged around everything. It is so awful. She's getting slammed into a window. Like she's getting drug around, can't see anything. Um, so the family's freaked out. They've had enough. They're like, we're leaving. Um, nope, had enough. They're gonna go to a hotel. And good for them, finally. Lorraine's outside, and all of a sudden she hears a kid crying. And she walks over to the pond that this property has. And she sees her own daughter, Lorraine and Ed's daughter, floating in the water. I didn't even know they had a daughter. They do. Um, She's only seen at this point once. But um, Lorraine, as a clairvoyant, was like, it's a warning, Ed. It's a warning. I saw her. I saw her daughter. It's a warning. Like, something's going to happen. So... And part of one of the opening scenes, like their daughter, she's, we've only had about five seconds ever, but she's like, look what I found at a yard sale. And it's a lock-in. So she's got a matching one of the parents. And then the daughter's got, a, the mom's got a locket of the daughter. Mm-hmm. And in that 
scene where Lorraine falls those three flights down to the cellar, her locket gets left in the cellar. Mm. Oh, it's freaky. So family goes to local motel, waits for a preacher, because they have to give the Vatican all this evidence that this house is not doing well. Yeah, Um, they like don't just perform exorcisms willy-nilly. And the priest says he needs direct approval from the Vatican. So they're waiting. And so during that fall, Lorraine's locket falls off. It's still in the cellar. And the daughter's got the matching one. And so we are jumped back into a scene of the Warren's home. Mm-hmm. And the kid is laying down. She's got her locket off and her locket starts spinning. Yep. And can you guess what time it is when the clock stops? Mm -hmm. Yep. What time is it, Sabrina? 3.07. Yep. And her daughter's feet gets pulled. No! People need to stop pulling people's feet. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it either. I'm not a fan of it. Nope. And she she wakes up. She's walking around the house. This kid's like five, six maybe. Mm-hmm. she was walking around the house and the warren's haunting possessions rooms open all the locks are off of it why also i just saw gage in the background and i forgot he was there and it scared me oh he's just offering support um and the kid okay. she's calling out for her parents she's like mommy daddy did you make it back and like they're still over at the parents yeah. house mm-hmm. the grandma's there grandma's watching over her oh well grandma's got her oh my god so the girl runs into her parents office and she sees a woman mm-hmm. in a rocking chair and mm-hmm. she's holding the annabelle doll nope and she's brushing her hair and this is not nana this mm-hmm. is not grandma not. and the woman gets up and the door slams behind this girl and she's freaking out now she knows she's in deep shit and the grandma's like, get out of here, get out of here. She's like banging on the door. The Warrens roll up, um, get in the house, asking grandma what's going on. They're like, she's she's trapped in there. She's trapped. Um, they finally get the door open and that rocking chair goes flying across the room and it almost hits the kid, but it breaks into like the door framing and shatters. <gasps> and I've got a picture of that. This will be a pretense to the future movies. This picture is the woman in the chair? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. The Warrens are like tr- just relieved that their daughter's alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like freaking out. And they receive a phone call. And it's the parent family. They call the Warrens and they say, Mom just left with the two youngest girls from the hotel room. She's going back to the house. Mm-mm. Mom's possessed. Yep. So the Warrens, they're they're booking it. They're trying to get to the house. And mom's in the basement, the cellar. And she's about to stab one of these kids with a pair of scissors. She mm. stopped because she's possessed. And she's thrashing around. We can't find the youngest daughter. I bet she's like in the dresser with Rory. She's took off. Um, One of the... It was either the Warrens or the intern or the cop. They mm-hmm. take the scissors um, and they take the other kid that was in there that was about to get stabbed. They put her in the car and they lock her in the car. They're like, stay here. We're going to go try to find sister. We're going to help mom. And mom, 
like they're trying to get mom out of the house like they've right. got like the cop the intern and they're like trying to pull this mom out of this house carolyn and she starts burning she starts like smoking burning oh wow yes and lorraine's like we can't take her out because if we do then the witch will kill her they're thinking the witch <gasps> is doing this yeah what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Lorraine's like, she's not going to make it. And mom gets flung back. And she, there's like this iconic scene where she's trying to hold on to the wall, trying to like mm-hmm. brace herself, trying to not let her go, screaming. And she gets drugged back to that cellar. No way. Yep. So they follow her back down to the cellar. They wrap her up in a sheet. Oh, this is her under the sheet. Yeah, that's her under the sheet. Um, And they kind of rope her down into the chair Mm -hmm. and the priest isn't going to make it in time he's coming he's not going to make it so ed's like i have to do it and and he starts exercising this mother and this ed are you even qualified to do this no um and the more birds are coming birds are coming they start flying to the house we still can't find april we can't find april the youngest she's gone um birds are dying Ed is trying his damnedest. He's like, I can tell. Ah, get on, get on. Um, exorcism still happening, and the sheet tears. And Ed's like, reveal yourself, like Zach Baggins. And the sheet tears on half of the sheet, and we see the witch's face. <gasps> no. So mom starts levitating up in the air, and she's flipped upside down, and she gets like thrown up on the ceiling of the cellar. Um and ed's like put her down now and the witch is like she's already gone and now you're all gonna die oh and wow that that's intern, the intern's interning i really hope he got paid because this couldn't be me he finds the youngest underneath the kitchen floor he's trying to tear up the boards and he yells Under? out yes don't know how she got there mm-hmm. um i think through the crawl spaces but in intern fashion, he yells, I found her. She's under the kitchen. She's in the crawl space. Mom hears this, breaks out of the chair. She starts crawling, army crawling, mm-hmm. and they can't catch her. Um, almost gets the kid with the same damn scissors that the cop was supposed to take. Ed yells at the mom and she goes, Bashiva. And she stops and they start fighting and lorraine's like think about the children carolyn think about the children and the mom starts throwing up blood and everyone's good oh so all he had to do is call it by name yeah shouldn't have done that earlier ed i know but anyway her ed is doing the most eats her Mm -hmm. she gone but she was gone um and all is well everyone's fine now mom's like i'm so sorry for what happened and of course like they got to do therapy but like the family actually were you ever okay after that yes they lived there for 10 years 10 additional years after this well as i said before the 10 years like this all accumulated over 10 years okay okay i didn't know if it was another 10 additional because i would have immediately moved out after i don't care if they exercise the place, you just have bad memories now. You got bad juju. And every time you exactly. walk near that cellar, you're just going to think about every single time. Yep. So at the very end of the movie, this is the last bit. Warren's, they go home. They're like, good job, Ed. Good job, Lorraine. And they have the music box wrapped up mm-hmm. in a sheet. Mm-hmm. 
and they put the music box on one of the shelves by Annabelle and when they shut the door the music box starts playing on its own and the screen just fades to black I do not like that and that is the end of the movie we made it we We did did it. it what do we think about it uh that's so scary um i'm very curious to see how like the i guess the real story compares to like how much they dramatized of it i'm sure they have like of course they incorporated Bathsheba, which is why i wanted to add her in there Mm -hmm. like in the movie they blame her for this but was it her could there be more story there could be i don't know it's it's i mean that's really freaking freaky dude mm-hmm. so, i just don't know if i would have lasted that long oh i wouldn't have but in the movie like the dad made mention like all of our money went into this house into this move like we can't just move and i think he was the only income so like they probably did feel stuck like there's nowhere yeah. for them to go so i just i think i would just sleep outside in a tent (laughs) like (laughs) well they'd be like hey grandma can we come stay with you you know they were also possessed like them as people like they had that spirit kind of hovering over them Mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't just in the house it was no it was gonna be with them wherever they went so i think once we dive more into it and I want to include the actual more of the story once I read more of Andrea's writings right because she doesn't say that some of the stuff didn't happen I just don't think it happened in all this way Mm -hmm. um so I think we'll include the story more into when we covered the Warrens because there's a lot of discrepancy with them like they have a lot of good stories and a lot of bad stories Mm -hmm. some of them being frauds some of them being heroes so like who knows we're gonna dive into it in another episode but i really do think that this happened i don't think it happened in this exact way Mm -hmm. but i do believe that the perrin family had hauntings in their home and the warrens did get involved like i listened to two podcasts that included andrea and she's like they when they came in they seemed like they knew what they were doing they had a comforting way about them but reflecting on it i don't think that's how it really was interesting so we'll talk about more than them but i do think this happened i just don't think it happened in the way that hollywood made it of course they made it way more scary way more gory Mm -hmm. i agree with you i i think it happened for sure i just I mean, what story isn't dramatized by Hollywood? You know, that's what mm-hmm. all movies are. It's for entertainment. It's not necessarily a documentary. If it was right. a documentary, it would have been told fact by fact, but it's not. It's a movie. Right. Um, who has the Annabelle doll now? Um, I think both of the Warrens have passed. Oh, gosh, right. 19 haunted items that they have. I do not want to go over these until we go over them. Yeah. Um, it says... Um, inside the Warren's Occult Museum, opened since 1952, founded the New England Society for Psychic Research. That's pretty cool. So that's, I guess, this is where things are. Yeah, I, I would probably imagine so. If not, Zach Beggins probably has it. 
probably Zach Beggins on it. He's got it all. Well, thank you for all of that wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you for enduring the movie is what I should be thanking you for because I mm-hmm. sure as heck wouldn't. It would be really easy for people to just go watch it. Sure. But if you are busy like us and you just want to have a fun little time in the car, you got a long drive and it's Halloween mm-hmm. season, it's spooky mm-hmm. season. Just listen to this old thing. Just don't listen yeah. to it alone because it's scary. Yes, I fully agree with that. Um, well, Savannah, how many days do we have left until Halloween? One, bitches. Just, we got one day. Just one day. And I hope it's a spectacular day for you all. I hope mm-hmm. you have so much fun and you eat just the most candy in the world ever. I want Kit Kats. That's my favorite. Um, I want them i want them really bad and so fun that you say that because i'm literally staring at a kit kat right now in front of my me gosh there will not be a full moon this halloween um i think it was the, the 28th so is the, the last day is. of it because i think we were in a full moon now um we'll, we won't have our next full moon on halloween until 2039 oh uh, well mm-hmm. get ready for it people October 23rd, <laughs> full moon i think it's um yeah october 28th is the next where i guess the last full moon since this will come out october 30th no so we will not have one till 2039 oh my god that's crazy we'll be in our 40s we'll, we'll just be like hanging out kids and stuff oh, oh my wow. gosh well um I said it only happens 18 to 19 years. So hopefully Halloween will have a cool moon. It just won't be the full moon. Um, full moon, not the full moon. The full moon. Nice. And next episode, Sabrina and I get to share with you guys about our costumes that we had for Halloween. Oh, yes, I know. I'm really do. excited in our little Halloween experiences. So that'll be really cool. We will have uh, photos to post on our social media pages of Savannah and I's costumes. So you guys can go there and check them out if you want. It'll be really um, fun. But we hope that you all have a very happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we have a poem? I can find one. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I can find one real quick. Or maybe we could do a Warren's quote. Warren's. I feel like we should do a Halloween poem, like something specifically oh, about Halloween. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll have one little quote before you find a poem. So Ed Warren quotes, the fairy tale is true. The devil exists. God exists. And for us as people, our very destiny hinges upon which one we elect to follow. Mm. Spooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. It's called Tis Halloween and it doesn't have an author. So unknown. The black cat cries aloud to the moon from where he cannot be seen. But from the sound of the lonesome tune, I know it is Halloween. Nice. Mm. It's got a cool little little vintage. There's a witch up there. And a black cat thing. Well, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating. Um, We accept that instead of candy on Halloween. We'd be very appreciative. You can leave us a, a... review on spotify on apple podcast or on facebook page and speaking of our facebook page you can follow us at slightly scary podcast or you can follow us on tiktok or and instagram at slightly scary pod until next time keep it scary See you.
slightly scary. I feel so sorry for Gage for having to cut out all the times we're about to say, oh my gosh, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> this trigger warning's for Gage. Oh my God. What? Hold on. Savannah. My my door started opening slowly. You scared me this time. And yeah. now the cat, the, I think the cat was trying to get in, but I don't see him. I'm going to leave that open because I'm going to get yeah. scared. I left my door open specifically for this episode because I knew I was going to feel less scared with it open. My goodness. Um, I do kind of have a funny story to tell if you would like to hear it. Yeah. Like, in a little bit. <laughs> sure. Um, so Zach and Ryan. Zach had a roommate. Uh, so Zach, my fiance, had a roommate, Ryan, in college. And they had Jack and Jill rooms in their college house, which if you don't know what that is, it's like there's a room on the right and a room on the left and a bathroom in the middle and they all connect like through like doors mm-hmm. um and so zach like ryan in the back of his closet had this like creepy door i think it was just a small door Nope. i know and it was like you had kind of had to like push it open hard to get it open and zach would go in there every so often and like I maybe he only did it like two or three times, but he would push it open and then Ryan would come home and like find it, you know, like open and um be like freaked out about it. And nope. Zach and I played it off like so well. Like we didn't know what was going on. And Ryan just kept telling himself like a breeze pushed it open. But <laughs> like clearly that can't happen because like, you had to push that door open. Oh my God. That would have freaked me the f out. Oh my god. Oh my god. gosh. I would have moved out. I would have moved out immediately. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. Thank you for trying to lighten the moon. I'm upset about Sadie. <laughs> Still, me too. This fictional dog. She's good. What? He damns her back to hell from when she came. Yeah. That. Okay. She. He, he damned her back to hell when she from when she came. He gets yeeted back. To okay. Hell. She gets yeeted back to hell. Okay. So that mm-hmm. happened too. He so eats all her. that. Okay. He, okay. He, 